Hello, this is Pastor Solomon Odinyebuchi Okono. Welcome to Hope Stream FM Weekly Bible Study Review. The topic of this week's lesson is the crucibles.com. The memory test is 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 to 13. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fairy trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. Please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, teach us today to hear you. Grant us the grace to love you and the power to obey you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Every human being experiences trials, challenges, and temptations. We come to a point in life where our faith is tried. At such a time, each one of us responds to the pressure of life based on the stuff we are made of. The crucibles of life either make us better, stronger, more faithful to God, or they destroy our faith and break us into pieces. This week's lesson will highlight some reasons we may suddenly find ourselves under pressure and how those pressures and circumstances may cause us to change, develop, and grow in character. The lesson will help us see what God is doing in our lives and how we can deal with the crucibles as we wait for the second coming of Jesus. Surprises. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fairy trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. Surprises are part of daily human experience. Even Christians are not immune to surprises. An accident, a frightening medical report, loss of job, betrayal, failure of a trusted friend or a child, and many more. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, Peter counseled believers not to see life's surprises as foreign as the definition of crucible suggests, but to see trials temptations, and many surprises of life as part of the Christian experience. Many Christians have been taught to cast and bind and to reject by fire unpleasant circumstances and events of life. Some have even left places where the pure truth of the word of God is taught in search of places where the man of God or woman of God, as the case may be, will shield them from unpleasant surprises. But notice that no amount of casting or binding, no amount of profession of power by any man or woman of God has been enough to stop death, accidents, losses, or betrayals. Even Jesus did not stop Judas from betraying him. Peter thought that these crucibles that come as surprises should be considered as part of and as normal experiences of life. He thought that Christians should expect unpleasant surprises and circumstances. Fairy ordeal, from where the idea of crucible is gotten, comes from another Greek word, which means a burning or a furnace. So the process of crucible, the experience of suffering, especially for our faith, which was the main thing Peter was talking about here, should be considered as a melting process. 
Sometimes God brings some of these changes to challenge us. And sometimes it can be very challenging and very hard to follow God. Sometimes following Satan can appear to bring freedom and greater rewards. Job was a righteous man, yet his questions during the period of his sufferings illustrated this fact. Job asked God, He said, why do the wicked live on, growing old and increasing in power? You find that in Job chapter 21 verse 7. But we also saw in the life of Job that despite the troubles of God's children, God always blesses them with an expected end. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Christians should not be surprised about suffering because God did not promise us a stress-free life. He promised instead that he will be with us even through trials, betrayals, failures, and temptations. Isaiah 43, verses 1 to 3. Crucibles of Satan. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. In this text, Peter compared the devil to a roaring lion, just as a hungry lion would destroy every obstacle to get to its prey, that's how the devil destroys everything to wreak havoc on the lives of believers. Peter wrote the words in 1 Peter 5 verse 8 in a way to respond to Satan's attacks on the faith of Christians. Satan is at work in many different ways. His attacks give birth to the temptations, pains, surprises, failures, and betrayals, and the many troubles that we face. Although we must be aware of the reality of the power of our enemy, we must never forget that Jesus has beaten Satan. We must always remember that Satan is a defeated foe, and that as long as we stay connected with Jesus, as long as we cling to him in faith, we can never be defeated either. Because... Of Christ's victory on the cross, we have become victorious as well. For Christ's victory is our victory. How does this good news give you peace? How does knowing that Christ's victory is your victory, as long as you depend on him, help you strive daily to be connected to Jesus? Crucible of Sin, Romans 1 verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness, and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. In today's lesson, Paul explains that sin comes with consequences. Sometimes it's not like God sits up there, watches over it, and thinks of what punishment to met out to those who sin. But like the law of cause and effect, consequences come naturally from every sin against God. Or against ourselves. Many times we, he allows us to experience the consequences of our, our actions in order for us to understand how deeply, how damaging and how offensive our sin is. Sometimes we consider only the consequences of breaking God's moral laws such as stealing, killing, committing fornication, 
But what about breaking God's head laws? This is mostly neglected. Our bodies are God's home. If we abuse our bodies by failing to eat healthfully or to exercise, or if we regularly overwork our bodies, this also is sin against God. And this has consequences that can create the condition of a crucible. In your own life, how have you reaped the immediate consequences of your own sins? What lessons have you learned? What changes must you make in order not to go through something similar again? Crucibles of Purification, Jeremiah 9 verse 7. Therefore thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will refine them and try them. For how shall I deal with the daughters of my people? God said in Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 7, that he will refine and test or melt Judah and Jerusalem. God's refining and testing of Judah and Jerusalem involved drastic action that became crucibles to Israel. Like Israel, some of God's attempts to refine us also become crucibles to us. Sometimes drastic action is needed in order for God to get our attention. We see God's attempt to purify and to make us better as crucibles for three reasons. First, we experience pains when God allows circumstances to bring our sin to our attention. Jeremiah 6 verse 29. Second, we experience anguish when we feel sorrow for our sins, when we see our sins clearly. Third, we experience frustration when we try to live differently, but God resists our attempts. It can be rough to give up a way of life which we have become accustomed to because God says we should stop living that way. Think about sins that you struggle with. If God were going to refine and test you today, how might he do it? What action could you take now to deal with this before God would need to take drastic steps with you as he did with Israel? Crucibles of maturity. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7. Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. People have wondered what Paul actually meant by a thorn in my flesh. In 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7. Many theologians and Bible scholars have given a lot of suggestions, but a thorn is most likely Paul's sight. Whatever it was, however, Paul believed that his thorn was given to him by God. But why will God give Paul a thorn on his flesh? Notice that Paul's thorn had a definite purpose. Paul himself said the purpose of a thorn was for God to keep him humble. 2 Corinthians 12 verse 7 The turn was to prevent Paul from sinning in future. Paul recognized that by nature he had a weakness to sin and that this turn could guard against it. Like Paul, God sometimes puts a turn on our flesh. He sometimes prunes us. He gives us turns to keep us humble, to keep us fruitful, and to fulfill his purpose for our lives. 
but pruning requires cutting parts off of the plant that might seem to a novice um, like the plant is being destroyed. When God prunes us, when he leaves us with thorns, we need to know that he is not destroying us, but building us. In what way is God pruning you right now? What thorns are you bearing? Why is it important that despite the pains of the thorn, you do not lose faith? In conclusion, crucibles may seem destructive. They may suggest to you that God has left you. But always remember that God has promised to be with you in the crucible. Always remember that God has won a final victory for you through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Let us pray. Eternal Father, thank you again for such a beautiful reminder that the crucibles of life will not destroy us. Cause us to love you more and to trust your power to help us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For questions, contributions, and prayer, please reach out to me on WhatsApp on plus 234-903-789-1680. God bless you.